What's going on, Beacon League? It's your boy Puma Drew. I know you, you've probably missed us. We've been gone for a little bit, but we are back right before the playoffs start. We got a little bit of a regular season recap to do, and then obviously going to hit on all the playoff matchups that we got. So without any further ado, let's spin the intro, get into this episode. What's going on, fellas? It's your boy. <laughs> what up, boy? Jordan, how you doing, bro? Man, I'm horrible, actually. <laughs> I just went on a three-game okay. losing streak to end such a successful season. Hey, I'm on a two-game, so but, congratulations. Yeah. Mark, how you doing, bro? I'm all right, man. Listen, I'm glad now we're in the playoff and I'm going to be playing the top players. Because when I play the top guys, I play good. When I play the losers, I play my worst. So, when I lose all the losers in the losers bracket, hopefully I can start playing good now. <laughs> and Sid, uh, we all got to say congratulations to you. You finally get got that. Finally got that Oso off my back. Alpha. Got that off the back. Hey. CFC moves on me. <laughs> <laughs> so, we already know you're feeling good. So Big facts. So, we all made the playoffs. So, that's good on the... Uh, on the podcast wave that nice. we all we all in the playoffs. That top four just know what we're talking we thought, about. We thought that five was I mean that top four was gonna stay, but Mark snuck his way up in there. So yeah. it's your boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so in the worst part about it, I played like my worst game. Thank God I was playing Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Secured his ball. For real. <laughs> Unbelievable. But well, let's start instead of starting at the bottom of the chain. Let's start at the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Ty Jelly, mm. he uh, won eleven games. Now I've been, I've been playing fantasy for a little bit, and w- from my experience, eleven games is really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Yep, I would think. Um, and I was one of the people that really didn't believe wholeheartedly in Tyler's team. Uh, when we talked about it before on the podcast, but he, I mean, eleven wins is eleven wins. He only lost twice. Yep. So, what, what do you guys think was the keys to his regular season? Um. So when I look at his team, like I said, aside from Lamar Jackson, I would say Lamar Jackson's his only like big, heavy, heavy, heavy hitter. Like you know, putting up yep. thirty plus every single week. But so you would think that means that the rest of his team would just be hit or miss. But I think a lot of his success came from the entire rest of his roster were consistent points. You know, they consistently were getting him double digit points, 10 to 25. Some guys had, you know, big weeks. And even when they weren't having big weeks, they were having really good, serviceable weeks. Um, so I think that attributed a lot to his success. Um, and I think my only critique, not even to his team, but the man still is the lowest in points against. Um, yep. so, you know, he got fortunate a couple weeks, um, but you can't take anything away from the squad. The squad is definitely the most scariest, the scariest squad in our playoff right now. 
Yeah, Mark, how, how you feel about that team? My thing is, um, I mean, not to be um, beating up on a point, but I look at it, yes, he's 11-1. and one. Um, Midline, women line numbers don't. So I guess we gotta give, that speaks its volume. But when I look at the top five, if I'm not mistaken, if you're to go by points only, Tyler ends up being in the bottom of that. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how he does um, going into the playoffs where everybody's going to be playing. There's going to be talented people. But also, it's fantasy football, guys. You know, you never know. Mm-hmm. You look at a team like, you know, like, for example, my team, which one week will score – 200 something <laughs> points, and then the next week can barely put up a 130 on the board. Mm-hmm. So, but hey, man, luck has been on his side this year. I mean, I'm not gonna sit there and just say it's pure luck because the kid went in the lab. Yeah. That you can't take away from him. He drafted well, like the Lamar Jackson pick. Mm-hmm. I laugh when the kid made the pick. <laughs> and to go into the season with Lamar Jackson being your only quarterback. <laughs> this guy was the only guy with one quarterback in his team in his entire roster. Mm-hmm. Yep. To be able to do something like that and still win eleven games with one quarterback, I mean, which does explain why the point differential for him. I think it's because he's running with that one quarterback. Right. We'll see how it works out for him. So what do you what do you think? Anything to add? Um, yeah. I liked his scheme. He definitely was a a running back tamer. Uh, this time around, he kept at least uh, like four or five, six running backs on his roster. Was gave him a lot of trade bait. He made a few trades. Um, some I thought were really good. Others I thought I probably wouldn't do. Um, but you know, he stayed true to his scheme. He always kept running backs on deck. Um, I'm glad he kept Lamar Jackson. He got Kyle Allen, which you know he isn't really winning the Panthers anything, but. He's getting points. That's so. a man fired. <laughs> you gotta you definitely have to respect um oh Tyler's also, you know, waiver wire, at least close to being waiver wire champion, other than Chris. Yeah, I mean, he really went in on the waiver wire this year. So he definitely deserves where he is, but now that we're in the playoffs, that eleven and two record is washed. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Yep. It's a clean slate for the playoffs. We should probably do a um an award for the like a regular season award. Not like you actually win anything, but like no. Tyler or something like, like that. A, like yeah, a, like, like for who has, whoever has the best record. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't. Has anybody won eleven games yet in the regular season? No, no, not in our league. Nope. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's the that's the beacon record is eleven wins in the regular season. And it's a, it's a big feat for such a competitive league. Yeah, he went. He went from obviously he didn't win the whole first. league yet, but worst the first. Yeah, regular season. That's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. So Ty, when you listen to this, shout out to you, bro. Big fat. Good job. <laughs> All right. So another one, which this this got to be comeback player of the year. Yes, sir. My man Perry Sims. Killing me finally. Finally, finally, exactly. Finally, cracking into the playoff. All it's bracket. Like three name changes. 
Three, yeah, for real. Three name changes and putting a ring on Zeus' finger, and now he's Ooh. in the playoffs. Look at that. So how, how, in you guys' opinion, how did he make this little burst at the end of get himself in the playoffs? Or what were the keys to his success? Um, uh, say, oh, anybody, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Sid. Um, I think Perry made some really good trades this year. Um, getting Godwin was yep. probably his best trade. Yep. Uh, yep. He stuck with Derrick Henry, which is finally paying dividends for him. Mm-hmm. And he also got Tyler Boyd. So, I mean, when you look at his receiving core right now, Godwin, DJ Moore has been quietly one of the most consistent receivers in yeah. fantasy football. Since week nine, he's put up no less than 17 points. Mm-hmm. So you got Godwin, DJ Moore, Tyler Boyd, who got Andy Dalton back. And then you have Sam Darnold, who's actually deciding to uh, play football. He got um, Austin Hooper, who's coming back from injury this week. So I think his biggest his biggest um, help this year was being flexible and actually knowing how like make better trades. Because if you look at his last two seasons, he made trades, but they were pretty bad. But this yeah. year, he actually made some really good trades. And now he has a really good balanced team. Like, he's, if he can somehow sneak past Jordan, he's a scary team. Yeah, he, he really is. I, I was just looking at his, at his team earlier. He's got Jared Goff, who's, I think, number three in passing yards. And then Godwin's number two in receiving yards. DJ Moore's number five, I think. And Derrick Henry's number two in rushing yards. Austin Hooper's either one or two in for tight end for yards and touchdowns. So he's got all these like not huge name dudes, but they're putting up really solid fantasy numbers, and it's all the way down his roster. So he uh, he righted this shit pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't, I didn't, I didn't see that coming, but. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad he got in the playoffs. Uh, Jordan, what you think? Uh, yeah. So I think one of Barry, one of Barry, one of Perry's um, <laughs> biggest skills that he really took to heart this season was, um, like he took emotion out of the game, and that was one thing that Mark was always very critical of uh, both of the Sims um, when it came to fantasy football, but more so Perry. And I agreed that, you know, like we talked about the trades that Perry would make in the past two seasons. And it was always when things look bleak, you know, he's down, maybe on a, he's maybe on a three game losing streak. Next thing you know, he trades away Tom Brady or he's on a two game losing streak and he trades away, you know, someone else that was hot and he didn't get much back. Um you didn't see that from Perry this year. He kept his cool and he made smart trades and he didn't take anything that was undervalued for him. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, when you looked at Perry's starting roster, it was good. That he, the, re, the roster that he started with week one, it was good. But 14 weeks later, with all the trades and acquisitions that he's made, his team is even better. Um and I'm afraid week uh, round one, like I'm scared, bro, because after such a good season for myself, it could all be coming to an end at this man's hands. But make sure that uh, Team Chubb does everything we can to knock him off and end this, high, this highlight season of his. Yeah. 
So, uh, Mark, what's your opinion on Perry's season? <laughs> Perry's, the best thing for Perry this year is, you know, the trade he made were hits. Um, yeah. I'm still one of those guys. I don't like trades during the regular season. Um, I'm a firm believer in just making sure you draft well and then ride with the guys you get. Because um, I feel like a lot of time you make a trade, it hurts. I mean, I almost made the mistake earlier in the year where I almost made a trade for Deshaun Jackson mm. from two good games he had <laughs> for, and I was going to give Tyler Russell Wilson because he had a two slow start game. Ouch. And I had to check myself, like, this is not what you do. And I think one of the things Perry always had is just Perry, if he has two, three bad games, oh my God, I got to get rid of this player. Um, and I think it actually worked out in his favor this year. He had two, three bad games. He started making the trades, but the trades he made, they were hits. Yep. So, because <clears throat> if you look at the roster Perry started with, the Perry roster he's finishing with, there's some, like, you know, guys like Godwin you mentioned. Like, there was a lot of guys that wasn't on that roster. These trades right. were smart trades. Um, so, I do think Perry's going to be scary going into the playoffs. If Godwin keeps balling the way he's been balling, um, but it's he's also very unpredictable. The guys he yeah. Darnold one yeah. week will be Mister All Football, and then the next week the guy can't even um, complete a hitch. You know, so mm. we'll see. But I think he did really well treating this year. Scary Perry. We'll see what scary <laughs> scary Perry. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. But Perry, we know you was waiting for this podcast, so congratulations mm-hmm. on your first playoff berth. Good job, brother. Uh, another team that we are, have yet to talk about because uh, he don't show his face that much. But uh, the Todd Father yet again, Alpha Slayer, has gotten himself into the playoff mix. That's so Anybody this... that's not in the playoff this year should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so he's seventh in the league. Uh, he's at the the seventh seed right now for the for the playoffs. Um, and his team is quarterbacked by Jimmy Garoppolo, and obviously he's got Todd Gurley. How the heck does this dude keep doing this? Um, uh, I'll take the lead on this. Yeah, go ahead, Mark. I think the guy's a football genius. <laughs> like, who doesn't show up to a draft have only one pick be picked and the rest of it was computer picks maybe two or three picks he made yeah he made he made uh two he picks. Made two two was it garoppolo and michael thomas no nah, Gurley and michael thomas how the hell did he end up with garoppolo well, nobody are, drafted undrafted. him <laughs> man we suck at drafting <laughs> this man Goes from felt cute, might not show up to the draft. Felt <laughs> cute. Playoff bound? Playoff bound. Scary playoff bound, too. Not just play. like. And, and, and that was the same guy, too. Last year was mediocre at best. And then playoff came around, smacked two people. Next thing you know, playing him in a championship game. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's I, how he does I, it. I honestly think this guy's a football genius that like you know like those kids with like down like Asperger's or something where they're like, <laughs> really good thing. Yep. Like, they hone football, in on like, one certain thing, yeah. Yeah, I think fantasy football is this kid's thing, man. He is 
That's crazy, but he don't even play football. That's the that's the crazy the man, part. The man doesn't show up for the draft. Nope. And Brandon Sim, Ellie Dorville, <laughs> and goddamn Mark O. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Well, you sound a little bit more upset than I thought. You all right? <laughs> it's just my thing is, it's just like I'm not upset. It's just like I'm. It's crazy. Bamboozled. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Yeah, it is. yeah. Like, bro, it's like, like go ahead. he, you, this man literally is just saying, I don't have to show up to a draft. I'm gonna beat out anyways. <laughs> For real, like, For real though. But yo, honestly, you don't get a title, the Alpha Slayer, for nothing. The guy, yeah, he, he makes all the right moves. On we keep throwing around this term waiver wire warrior, and we giving it to someone different. This is the waiver wire goat. No, yeah, yeah he yeah, three seasons wire like Chris because he's able to no. build teams off of nothing but the waiver wire and two picks, two seasons in a row. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. insane For real, to me. In the in the championship appearance, yeah. yeah. And who knows? Maybe he gets another one this season. Definitely, <laughs> like Cortland Sutton for him has been working wonders. He's got Devontae Parker as his second receiver now behind Michael Thomas. And he's like the one over there right now in Miami. Mm-hmm. He is the he's one. Got, what's his name? Uh, Fells at tight end. He had Chris Connolly from the from Jacksonville or whatever his first name is. Yeah, like he just built a, a solid squad. He didn't really make that much moves either. No. He never does. <laughs> I don't know. So what you what's your thought on Chris since you playing? I have to respect him, bro. <laughs> I have like it's killing me because. I wasn't even feeling this dude at the beginning of the season. I was ready to cut ties, but he has my utmost respect. But this game has got to be probably the most important game in my fantasy football career because he kept me out of the playoffs last year. Yep. He was the game that I that I needed to uh, beat to get in the playoffs, which I missed. He's the one of the only three teams that beat me this year. And I finally get a chance to take this dude out in the playoffs. (laughs) And that's why, if y'all seen, I went heavy on the waiver wire today for quarterbacks, trying to start (laughs) this man from quarterbacks. (laughs) Because I I have to do everything in my power to make sure I I take this dude out for once. But he has my respect. I'll never argue that he needs to be kicked out the league again. (laughs) Yeah, he's uh he's he's a staple at this point. He Chris, mm-hmm. Chris we should call him Chris Stapleton at this point. Chris. He ain't going Big back. <laughs> he, said, I ain't, <laughs> he said I ain't going nowhere. I got me a nickname. I done been to a su- a Super Bowl already. He Man, said try it try it again. I'm scared to see what he does when he actually shows up to a draft. I know. Exactly. Yo, if we see if we see him in some spot the night before the draft, we know that's how good. you know he's yeah, that's how you know he's not gonna be at the draft. Draft be at his crib, he still won't show up. No, no more spots. <coughs> oh yeah, shoot. I just love so, how whenever we have a bachelor weekend this dude shows up out of nowhere. I don't know how, dude. I, Every I think single he has time tapped on us. Yeah. Without facts. I tell you, he welcome every single time. He just don't say nothing until he just pops up. <laughs> Slide through, Chris. Hang out yeah, for real, Chris. Don't Chris, when you listen to, to this, <laughs> yeah, come through, dog. We know you live in Mass. Besides, Mark and Lee do it. Facts. I did Facts. it for a while until I moved out here. So, <laughs> tripping. Let's make it happen. 
<laughs> but anyway, so Chris, yeah, uh, let's see what you can do. You this legit. Week. Yeah, you legit. Um, so now we got to talk, not talk to Kendall, but talk about Kendall's team. Kendall, uh, he made the he made the playoffs. That's a good good thing for Kendall. He had a beast team last year. Team pretty solid this year, but he's squeaking in the playoffs, the eighth seed, and he's got a losing record mm-hmm. of six and seven. Um, my opinion on Kendall's team, I thought I thought he was going to be uh top four or five teams go like right after the draft. I thought I thought he drafted pretty well, mm-hmm. and uh, I really like that Deshaun Watson pick. I was high on Deshaun Watson this season, and then as it kept going through and through the season it just he wasn't putting up the like nearly as much points as I would have suspected him to put up and it showed at the end of I think what did he get uh four baldy of the leagues yeah three or four yeah three or four yeah I just I didn't see that coming coming into the season so I'm I'm honestly surprised that he made the playoffs over uh, Mark O, because Mark O had a few more points than he did, and I thought he was gonna uh, crack crack a few like one or two more wins than than Kendall, but he got in. But uh, Jordan, what do you what was your opinion on his team? Um, so from the jump, Kendall's team had potential, but it wasn't well rounded. I felt, I felt okay. Yeah. Um, at first, I thought he was solid at quarterback until, you know, the season played out and Phillip Rivers didn't really perform, you know, as kind of a high floor guy. Um, yeah. So that kind of hurt him. Um, his receivers were strong to begin with. Um, and then he started seeing injuries at the receiver position uh, with Alshon Jeffrey and then recently Adam Thielen. Um, so that hurts him. Then he also wasn't very strong at the running back position. That was probably his strongest position, though, with David Johnson and Marlon Mack and saw injuries both there. So I think the thing for Kendall was is he drafted. I wouldn't say he drafted bad. He drafted about a C plus. But mm-hmm. when you started getting injuries to that C plus team, they dumped to a D F and right. that's hard to come back from So even now. Um, Kendall, the last, I think it was three weeks, he was missing his top three, his top three picks. David Johnson, Adam Thielen, and Marlon Mack were all unavailable to him. I mean, yep. David Johnson was available, but the man was getting two points. Um, mm-hmm. So that's hard to come back from that. Now right. he's got, it looks like Al, um, Alshon Jeffries back in the mix and playing healthy. Adam Thielen looks is uh, starting to trend up. Uh, Marlon Mack is trending up. So you, it looks like he might actually have his team for the first week of playoffs. Maybe some magic can happen. Who knows? Mm. Um, but like you say, you know, we keep saying at this point, everyone's record is zero zero. So what a better time to right. run. Right. Thanks. So what, uh, what do you think? How do you like how uh, Kendall's season played out? Um, I liked Kendall's season. It's just the fact that, I mean, one of the reasons I avoided David Johnson is because I, not only before his usage, I just know he had injury problems mm-hmm. in the past. And the one thing that I think Kendall has to work on, maybe for next season, is you got to learn how to handcuff 
your best players because, I mean, injuries affect everyone, man. Yeah. Everyone on um in the league got affected heavily by injury, and he never about handcuffs. He never had a backup plan. He just had to get the weakest people on the waivers. Um, yeah, Philip Rivers didn't pan out for him. Deshaun Watson was pretty much his most consistent and only consistent um, player on his roster. So that's pretty much all he really has to do. The bad part right now for him is that uh, Marlon Mack is he's questionable, which means you never really want a, a questionable running back with coming off of the injury because that means, especially with the Colts having that many running back, that yeah. means his touches are going to be limited. Yeah. So you're, he's looking at, he's projected 10 points right now. So you got to think he's going to be sharing carries with Hines, Wilkins, Williams. They, it's just, in the playoffs, you don't want somebody with a whole bunch of miles to feed. No. So, unfortunately, I mean, you never know. I think, I mean, anything's possible any given Sunday, but he got to, he got to start coming up with a better backup plan for his uh, yeah. his star players. That's all. Mother, what do you think? How do you feel about his team? Um, I think from the beginning, Kendall just like somebody said. Um, just I think it was Jordan. I said, you know, every time an injury would hit, he didn't have a backup plan. Um, I, I think Kendall from the draft didn't have backup plan. I think I forgot who was the pick he was trying to make in the second round. It was literally um, I think Mark O picked that player. And his draft went downhill from there. Mm-hmm. And I, I think Kendall's having a bad season. Just like he had a bad season. I know he's in the player, but I think he had a bad season. The same reason why he had the bad season, his very first year that cost him a baldy. Lack of preparation yeah. going into the season. Um, mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, he knows um, – who is he playing this week again? Tyler. Tyler. Oof. Yeah, Kendall already knows he's a one and done. Like, let's just, <laughs> let's just, um, let, let me see. Who's a good? Who's a team that last year who went in the playoff was like a formality playoff game? Like, you want a weak division? It's like whoever won the NFC East this year going in the playoff. They're gonna be a one and done. Yeah. So thanks, Mark. <laughs> Appreciate you. <laughs> it's the worst division in football this year. Usually, it's one of the best, but it's kind of what Kendall is like. Congratulations, you made the playoff. You get to play one more week, but he don't have the roster to make a run for in the playoff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I agree. He, he got in. It's I mean, it's it's not a pretty way to get in. He kind of crept through the back door at six and seven, but he's in there. And again, as we've been saying this whole podcast, the playoffs is a whole new season. So they call it the postseason for a reason. So yeah. we'll see what happens with Kendall's team. Um, just a real quick hitter. Jordan, bro, what happened to us at the end of the season? Bro, I don't want to talk about it. We should have never went. Everything downhill after Virginia. Yo, for real. We went down south and so did our uh, team. <laughs> so did our team. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, fig- yeah, that is. We thought about it, but before, before your trip, you guys was riding a, a high. We was killing for real, bro. I think we were one and two in the league for a minute. Yeah. Me, him, and Ken, mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, Tyler. I think it- I think in the four of us, Sid is the only one that had a strong closing. I mean, my close was yeah, terrible. Sid finished I mean, mad strong. Yeah, I mean, I look at it, I'm like, yeah, I won that last game. But if you think about it, I lost to um, Kango, then lost to Perry, 
and beat Emmy by the like sliver. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Wilson and Car- Carson saved you. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So it's like Dang. you know. Now C Mac got a new coach, man. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> this week about to be unusual. I don't even know how to talk no. to you this week, Mark. This is <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> <play>. <laughs> All right, but before we get so before we get to the the uh wrap up with the playoff predictions, let's just hit on our boy Ugh Emily. Dang. <laughs> Let me start with my boy, please. <laughs> Go ahead, G-E-T-S, Jets. You my boy for life. <laughs> for real, for real. How did you lose 11 straight games? You want to know why? I'll tell you why. <laughs> 11. All, everyone knows during that uh, that special draft day that we had with unusual <laughs> events, Emily was riding on cloud nine. <laughs> but when that draft started, from that draft to the end of that night, Emily's night went from 100 to zero. All right. This dude drafted oh, Adam Gase. <laughs> he drafted Todd Bowles. He drafted every Jet that uh, he drafted. Uh, Mark Sanchez. I didn't even understand. He drafted all these Jets, and then here's the thing, man. And I love the Haitians in our in our group because they, especially Mark, because at least Mark stands by his philosophy and he makes. He actually like makes strides. Like Mark's never missed the playoff. But Enley, if you're not going to trade, bro, that's straight. But you lose eleven straight. Like you needed to trade week two. And he waited all the way until like week ten, week eleven to start making trades for what Devontae Freeman. Excellent job, bro. Maybe like Levy for Devontae Freeman. <laughs> and then, oh, not to mention my boy Mark. This dude Emily went to one Patriot preseason game and banked on my boy Tony Michelle, who is currently on his bench. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at his roster right now. Tony Michelle smiling on his bench. <laughs> um, oh my god, Bobby. Mark, what you got, bro? At least saw Sidney Michelle break a 20-yard run. I was like, he will lead me to the championship. <laughs> and he pulled out his little notebook and said, Michelle Sony. <laughs> Running back. <laughs> RB1. <laughs> we had it oh. back. Yo, I got tears in my eyes, bro. <laughs> man, Emily got no excuse because Emily, the night of that draft, was the only man that was in, in the doghouse. Yeah. Like Sid said. Ellie was a cloud nine, <laughs> bro. But that's I think that I think that's what attributed to such a horrible draft. He had such big energy coming off of that <laughs> that he said, "You know what? I'm picking the whole Jets roster." Big right. facts. Yeah, he was feeling himself going into he that draft. C T E A B, bro. Every come single, on, brother. Every single pick that Emily made, all I said was thank you for taking him off the board. <laughs> I didn't want to have to make yeah. that decision. Exactly. Yeah, there was a couple of those. I was like, oh, I don't want to take this dude. Baby had and then, and then here come <laughs> Larry Fitzgerald the with the number one pick. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Yo, Edley, you my boy, but you about to get raked tonight. Son, how? Yeah, like, you get yeah. Like no cap, bro. Like I love my boy Kango, but he had the ball. They lined up for everyone. It's <laughs> yeah. every season. <laughs> I think Kango thought he was going to get the ball. <laughs> 
nothing. This was a free season for everyone, and you still managed to lose? Stop it. <laughs> Not even just lose. Lose 11 straight in a season where 11 wins was the record. Bro, just by odds, like, you should have oh, won shoot. one game at some point. <laughs> <laughs> like, mathematically, you should have at least broke that. Yeah, that's that's all we actually you know you should get an award for that, bro. You should get a um a we're gonna give you a baldy with a um <laughs> with a wave brush and some gel just to start fresh. Bro. Just to start fresh just for listening to the podcast, bro. What did we I say know. in the podcast in the summer? We said stay away from Le'Veon Bell and yeah. stay away from Antonio Brown. He said this man Ellie. <laughs> give me both of them. I'll take both of them. <laughs> And he said, no, "Oh, I started two. On his roster. He said, "Oh, I started two and oh, this gonna be a breeze." Yeah. And oh, it took man. eleven L's. Oh my goodness! Setting this season. No, that's funny. That's good. And he, come on, Doug. So we're gonna have so some. Bad. Nope. So we're gonna have some fun when he shaves his head. <laughs> come on, mm-hmm. we got to take an OG. Oh God! <laughs> you gonna see a scalp? I want to do it. <laughs> I got the razor at the crib. I got this. And, yeah, let's do big it. Big if he don't do he's, it, he's up. Yeah, he's getting his hair cut by the league in Connecticut. Bro, I'll even save your curls in a little Ziploc bag so you could have Yeah, we're going to put it in a Ziploc. Dude, yeah, we're going to go cop to the next draft. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you oh could trade Jameson Crowder or Robbie Anderson. You need it both. Uh, I'm done. Like, honestly, bro, like, just <laughs> take a look at Robbie Anderson's picture. I feel like that is a visual representation of this man's Of team. what you just drafted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to Robbie Anderson's two eyeballs and then I'm 11 dreads represent his I want to go to jail. I want all my uh, players to be from jail. Looking like my man's from Don't Be a Menace. <laughs> for real. Yo, you just took it out of my mouth, bro. I was just waiting for everybody to sit and finish. Like, say, like, everybody look at Sony Michelle on um, Enley's bench. <laughs> his face, bro, his face screams don't draft me. His face is saying, oh, I don't count at Facts. <laughs> Oh, and, yo, and just to, and we're gonna be done with you in a second. I just had to say this one thing. Nah, go in. Rob, yeah. Okay, yeah, Robbie Anderson got two eyeballs for his two wins. <laughs> for his two his two wins, and then eleven dreads on his head for his eleven. Robbie said you're going two and eleven from the jump. Yo. <laughs> but no, but the fact that his team name is the Alpha. It's, yeah, he's literally got the ball. I don't think Emily, I don't think ever since Emily been on this league. Ever yeah, he never one. changed his name. Yeah, yo, that alpha, that John, bro. Listen, I'm about to change it. I got pull up in this John. Emily, <laughs> if you take anything away from this, following your boy Perry's footsteps, listen to the podcast, make some changes, and maybe you too can see the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's not like the end of a uh, talk at the district convention. Don't go to no preseason games no more, bro. You can't be trusted. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sony Michelle, he, tr- he trusted a Haiti on that Sony Michelle one, bro. Oh. They didn't pull together for him. I told you, he was in the stands like a scout. Haiti has failed yeah. <laughs> he said that twenty yard run. I was like, "Oh yeah, oh it's a wrap." <laughs> oh my Think about him. Oh. You saw me by them. <laughs> you saw me by McCaffrey. Out. <laughs> All right, so Emily, we don't went in on you just now, but it's well deserved. We can't mm-hmm. wait to see your bald head. Bald time. Baldy time. Oh my gosh. So, Emily, hopefully you come back next season uh, a little bit more prepared or whatever. Yeah. But uh, congratulations on your 11 losses. 
Now moving on. <laughs> uh, we're just gonna wrap up with the with the uh, divisional round playoff uh, matchup predictions. I know this is a little bit touchy for some of us because we're all in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We in here. Um, but we'll start it off with the the one versus eight matchup that none of, none of us are in currently. Uh, Mark, I'll start with you. One. Tyler versus Kendall, who wins? Yeah, don't waste my time, bro. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sid? Yeah, I'm, unless there's, like, some type of miracle on Sunday, I got to go with this man, Honey Badgers. Okay. I would uh, agree with the other two. I'll go with uh, Tyler by Tyler. 17. <laughs> Tyler by 17 fantasy points. Mm. Mm. Uh, Jordan, what you, you got? Yeah, you can. Have, what you got? You can just carry on to the next matchup. Uh, okay. <laughs> Kendall, you my guy, but not this ain't your year, I don't think. Um, all right, next matchup is ooh, this is a good one. Ooh, Sid at number two versus Chris at number seven. Mm. Alpha for you. Uh, I'll start with Jordan. Who you got? I got my boy Sid. All joking aside, I like. I do think the Todd fathers become a meme, but every meme <laughs> eventually sees this life cycle and they die. Ooh, they die. They yeah. die. <laughs> uh, Mark, who you got? I gotta go sit also. His scoring power um, these last few weeks have just been way too well. And with that being said, it's Sid's, um, it's Sid's um, playoff game to lose. Hmm. Um, I would agree. I'm going to go with Sid. Chris obviously is a marvel in this league, but I think his, uh, his magic comes to an end this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Sid, who you got? <laughs> I got my boy, Sid, bro. <laughs> That's my guy. <laughs> That's my guy. That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay, so we're all on the same page in the first two matchups. Um, okay, so the three versus six matchup. This is a good one, too. Jordan versus Perry. Uh, Sid, I'll start with you. Oh, man. This one is a toughie. But I... For me, this is going to come down to matchups. Um, I think... Looking at Nick Chubb and Aaron Jones' games, I think they put up big uh, big games, but it really comes down to Perry's quarterbacks. Because Jared Goff has been pretty much awful for most of the year. But he's playing Seattle in a very important game. So it's going to come down to Goff and and Darnold. And I really don't like – I got to go Jordan just because of Chubb, Aaron Jones, and Jameis Winston. I think think those three give him a slight edge. But it's going to be a very close game. Uh, Mark, who you got in this matchup? Man, I'm looking at these matchups here. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yo. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. <laughs> Let's put it this way. It will not be a close game. Whoever wins that game, it's going to be a lopsided game for whoever wins it. Really? Now, who is it going to be? I'm telling you, it's one of those matchups where everything is so close that Somebody just their team is just gonna let them down, mm. and whoever loses this game, the fact that they lost is not a um, indictment towards how good of a team they are, but it's just 
Oh, boy. It's tough, bro. It's a tough one because I'm looking at the same way you look at Perry's team, like, oh, these things are strong about him, but these are the things where he's vulnerable. You look at Jordan's team, you're like, man, these are the good things. But also, when Mitch Trubisky is one of your starting quarterbacks and Jameis Winston is your other starting quarterback, and it's one of those things, let's put it this way. It's either it's a close game where Jordan will beat Perry in a close game or his two quarterbacks let Jordan down. And he gets blown out. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's my take. Wow. I think that's really what it comes down to. It comes down to Jordan's quarterback play. Mm. Actually, I Jordan, oh. both of their quarterback play. Like I'm yeah. like, think about it. Jared Goff and what's his name in New York? That bum, um, Tim Donald. It's Donald. You get the, <laughs> you, get the Derek, you, you get the same Donald that played Oakland, or you get the same Donald that played Cincy. Like you, don't yeah, but he lost to Miami too, so this is gonna be crazy. This is yeah, be a crazy matchup, bro. This game of the week, yeah, it's probably his game of the week. I picked on Instagram. I picked, I picked Jordan to win, and I, because I was looking at both, I was looking at it kind of like objectively. Like, yeah, I know Jordan has had more success in the league, obviously, more than Perry. Because this is Perry's first time in the playoffs. I was like, yeah, nah, nah this is a first round Jordan got him. But I'm looking at the thing now, bro. I don't know. It's I tough, just don't. <laughs> I don't even know, bro. Like, it, I'm going to stick with my pick. I'm going to go Jordan. But I absolutely would not be surprised if uh, Perry pulls this off. Because, like, this is like front to back, top to bottom, this is like the, the closest you can get with a matchup, I think. Yeah. For the excuse me, for the first round of the playoffs. That's crazy. Like it, this is yeah. But I'm I'm gonna stick with my pick. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Jordan still. Jordan, who you got? I don't even want to be a part of this to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like this is a game that like I didn't need right now. I was feeling good, <laughs> feeling carefree. And this is just gonna take my blood pressure and throw it all the way through the roof. Yeah, don't even get your phone on Sunday, bro. I don't even want to watch the games to be honest. I just kind of want to turn. <laughs> I want to open the app up on Monday night at around eleven thirty and just see what happens. <laughs> no, but the reason that this matchup with Harry scares me so much, <clears throat> not only did he just beat me, um, but like when you look, me and Perry's matchups is so close because for one, both of our heaviest hitters at wide receiver are tied to the opposite quarterback, so. Mm-hmm. I got Cooper Cup. He's got Jared Goff. He's got oh, Chris wow. Godwin. I got Jameis Winston. We both have heavy hitters at the running back position. Um, yep. Jack Doyle, he could be a difference maker for me. That's why I spent my number one waiver wire priority to get him uh, because he's the only tight end there now and he mm-hmm. has some injuries. This one's extremely hard uh, for even, like I said, not even trying to be biased. I want to root for my team. Um but obviously, I got to take myself. But this is probably yeah. going to be my biggest. I think this is the closest matchup I'm going to have all year. The hardest oh, my gosh. That's, that's, that's a crazy one, one, bro. The hardest one. Do you still have the tight end from, um, what you call it? Nice. Lamar Jackson's tight end? Uh, no, uh, oh, no. Mark Andrews, no. Who'd you trade him to? Uh, I traded him to Kango when he was hurt. Four. Oh, he was hurt. Yeah, he was hurt. So I, uh, I trade him for Evan Ingram. <clears throat> and then Evan Ingram got hurt the week after. Then they get injury Paul. Nice. So then the last matchup we got. Oh man, another one. The four-five matchup. 
Oof. Yeah. Mark Axelon versus myself. Someone from the podcast is going home. Oh, oh shoot. Wow. Somebody from the podcast is getting knocked out. Dude. All four of us can't make it, bros. I'm sorry. Dang. This is the last time we are all winners. Jeez. Oh, yeah. man. It's going to be rough. I love y'all, bros. One of us. It's been a great season. Put it like this. Whoever loses has to lead the next podcast because they're Facts. the only yeah. ones that can be objective. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Dang. I better not have to do this two times in a row. Drew, I think you have a natural voice for this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like the It's Your Boy intro, though. I like it a lot. This is going to be crazy. But, uh, but, Jordan, who you got in this matchup? Yeah, so... Um... This is a, <laughs> see, I think I feel the same way you guys felt about my matchup. Um, on Instagram, I did take uh, Drew. And the only reason I took – one of the biggest reasons I took Drew is because I think his heavy hitters have an opportunity to hit uh, this week. Oh, excuse me. I think Stefan Diggs has an opportunity to go big. I think Julio <laughs> has an opportunity to go big against Carolina. Um, Dalvin Cook. Like – I think they all have an opportunity to go real huge. Um, but then you look at the other side, you got McCaffrey versus Atlanta, <laughs> which he can potentially go for 175 points by himself. <laughs> Russell Wilson versus LA. Like, like these are like, uh, these man, matchups are this is killing me. because it can, it can really go any way. Um, but like I said, I I gave the I gave the edge to Drew, um, just because I think he has one or two more players that have the potential to put up really huge numbers. Sid, who you got? Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> um, great if if Dalvin Cook plays a full game, which is in the air right now, I give a slight edge to you, but. My boy Mark has two MVP candidates on his team that has literally dragged his team through the entire season. (laughs) And then you got my boy Dreadhead Will Fuller, who might put up one point or a (laughs) hundred. We got got Allen Robinson on on Thursday Night Football for a must-win. He hasn't scored less than 22 the last couple weeks. Uh, Zach Ertz. Is starting to finally catch the football. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Odell Beckham is he's just not Odell and it's just not working out in Cleveland. So nah. I think I think I think that's gonna be a wash for him. Julio is injured, but I think he'll play. He'll put up his points. Le'Veon, he couldn't get a better matchup right now than Miami. Um he put up twenty points last time they played him. The yeah. only reason is because uh, I think Matt Ryan and Dak Prescott, if they put up their 25 points each, that's why I'll give you the slight edge. But Mark's team is just unpredictable with CMC, Will Fuller, and Russell Wilson. So I'll give it to you, Drew, but I am not going to be shocked if this man, CMC and Russell Wilson, pull this man Mark from the grave <laughs> once more. <laughs> Actually, so you got, you're gonna give me the win, but you're gonna throw it to me, not put it in my hand. Yeah, I got you. You're gonna have to catch this one, bro. This is crazy. <laughs> it is triple coverage. <laughs> Mark, I'll let you uh, pick yourself real quick. How you think this is gonna go? Can I be honest with you? The only reason why I think I have a shot in this game is because of all the questionable players, mm-hmm. meaning all the players you have that are playing hurt. 
Uh-huh. When guys are playing hurt, we're going towards the end of the season. Some of your top guy, the only guy that really needs to be playing, that's playing for something here, is Dak Press. Odell hates Freddie Kitchen. And <laughs> is, like, I don't think he's happy. Minnesota, uh, yeah, they got something they fighting for. I could see Stephon going off. Julio's hurt, and the, Atlanta knows their season's over. I wouldn't be surprised if game day Julio goes, I'm all set. Because I don't know if you remember, beginning of the week, Julio was considered out. So that would yep. be a huge help for me. And Dalvin Cook, it's another guy where they're like, listen, like it's a running back. They share carries whenever they're hurt like that. So, and that's the only thing I'm hanging my hat on, bro, is just hopefully your questionable guys barely play or are out. Um, if these guys are all healthy by Sunday and play at full capacity, then I don't know. But based on the amount of people that you have that's hurt. I mean, where you kill me is a wide receiver matchup. Like, uh, it's, you know, it's no secret that I have one of the weakest wide receiver cores in the league. And I'm okay with it just because I didn't focus on that. I focused on getting those two MVPs that I got. So, yeah. um, we'll see, bro. We'll see. Um, yeah, we I, You know, I pick myself. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick myself, too. Hey, man, I, I don't know how fantasy football. Yeah, you can't now pick yourself. What no, you mean? Even if in your heart of hearts you know you're gonna lose, you still got to pick yourself. Ask, ask Kendall if he picks himself. I guarantee. Yeah, you does. know he's gonna pick himself. Big facts. And we probably mess around, pick himself. This week. <laughs> he ain't playing the play. But uh, yeah, no, the Odell's. I think Odell's definitely playing because it's it's Wednesday. They, everybody questioned Wednesdays, but uh, I think he's playing. Julio is an actual question mark and. I think Dalvin Cook is actually playing because they got something to play for. And he said he kind of could have stayed in that game last week, but he just rested up and got ready for this Sunday. So I think I'm good on that end. And for that end, I took – I kind of taking a gamble right now because I took the Patriots defense and put them on the bench and picked up Minnesota. Mm. Uh, just because I don't like – energy. I don't like that Chiefs matchup. And I can't get screwed like I did last Sunday. Mm. And they put up uh, two points. So <laughs> I, I, need, I need Minnesota to stop Detroit this week. So um, if all that goes right, that's a lot of right to go right. <laughs> um, I think I could, I, I think I could pull it off, but this is gonna be close. I'm gonna be sweating all Sunday. Big facts. But uh, but yeah, man. So that's that's gonna be the first round. It should be highly entertaining. Um, but yeah, we will keep up with the podcast going forward uh, into the playoffs and then obviously into the keep you guys uh, updated on everything, uh, making sure we're getting all the content up on uh, Instagram as well. Yes, sir. But from, uh, from Sid, from Mark, from Jordan, you guys have a wonderful evening. It's been real. It's your boy. And we'll see you guys uh, next week for the playoff results and then who's moving on uh, to the next round of the playoffs. But from tonight, this is Drew with Beacon League Podcast, and we'll catch y'all next week. Hey, can't wait to hear you next